0: So mixologists, if you love this show and it's ever made you think, you know what, I should make my own podcast, I say go for it. Let me tell you about Anchor, okay? Honey, it's free, pumpkin. Yes, free. There are creation tools. It allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, just like I do. You can literally even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes, the possibilities are endless for whatever you want and can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, something the world's never heard before, or join the rest of us and talk Bravo, Housewives, Bachelorette, all those fun things you love in the TV you're watching. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many, many more. All the girls will be able to hear you no matter what or wherever they like to listen. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership pumpkin. Literally, you put it out, you can get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It's super, super easy. I love it. I use it all the time. I make this show and y'all love it. And you know what? I couldn't do it without Anchor. They make it so easy. They have the best support staff. You literally can reach out to them anytime. It's truly a great way to start a podcast journey. Get yourself out there. Talk to the people. Connect with the people that love the same things you love or people who maybe want to have a little discord with you. Either way, mix it up and let Anchor help you do that. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.f as in father, M as in mother, to get started. Download that free app, honey, and get you some podcasting. Hey, y'all. I'm Moni, and you're mixing with Moni, Okay. Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. hello 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 all you lovely mixologists it's your girl Moni here and you are listening to mixing with Moni. i am very excited to talk to y'all today i am going to jump straight on into the stuff i did an entire episode with raven from mainly bravo the instagram page and Bitch is Better, the podcast with her co-host Gabby um, and best friend. I love having Raven on. Y'all love it when I have Raven on. So I was really excited to have her come back and talk all the things. And we're going to get into that. I'm also going to be doing a bonus episode very soon just for some extra content because I've been so drawn lately. I'm going to be doing a bonus episode about um weddings some wedding things um talking to people about marriage and marriage on shows and housewives and you know something like Candace's wedding all that money what is it good for the marriage is it good for the upcoming nuptials we saw it with Britney you know on Vanderpump Rules the obsession of marriage uh, or wedding over marriage and the obsession of having the party and you know we saw it with Candace and Dorothy like that dynamic of this one day How, what does that look like in the grand scheme of her New marriage with this man a partnership and everything so more on that to come in addition I am all over the place you can literally listen to me on so many podcasts right now this week I did uh, no filter hashtag no filter with Zach Peters and I also did at Kiki and Kibitz, the podcast, who were on the unofficial BuzzFeed list with me of like best or top reality TV podcasts, um, I really hope you guys can check those out. If you would like for me to talk about all the same things i loved both i had a great time with both zach peter and i had a great time with the ladies of kiki and kibitz so you can hear me on those i also did is this real life with mandy slutsker who i love i've done her show a few times um and she's really great so i hope You guys can check me out if you are, if you are familiar with any of them and you're interested in listening, please go and do that. There's also some really cool things happening with um, me there's some things if you did not notice that I did this week or that got released this week, that more is to come more of the conversation is to come. Um, And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If not, I will explain a little later Um, coming up next. I have Raven from mainly Bravo and bitches better on to talk everything Potomac, New York, some hot topics, black excellence, Everything. Uh, Who who else is on? Beverly Hills. My forgetting that just now is very reminiscent of how our conversation goes. So I hope you enjoy. You know, if you love it, let me know. If you don't, maybe go tell someone else you do love and spread a little kindness these days. Because, my God, is it hard to come by. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Please stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And try to stay home if you can. Um, For those of you who cannot, please... Please be safe out there and protect yourselves and other people. And remember, just because you don't know, you know what you have doesn't mean someone else knows what you have. Thank you. All right, let's dive right in. All right, guys, as promised, I am back and I'm here with Raven from mainly bravo literally y'all's favorite my favorite why not you know i have favorites it's whoever i have on the show because i don't have people on that i don't like so (laughs) so excited to finally have raven back it's been far too long but i it didn't feel long that i've been listening to her podcast every single week which is better with her bff gabby thank you so much raven for taking time out of your recording schedule to come and talk to me
1: no, thank you for having me. Like you said, it's been a while. I feel like it was close to like the beginning of this pandemic shit when yes. <laughs> when we last did this. So
0: yes, I, had to, like, I had to double check. I was like, "Is it the same email? Like, have things changed? Like, where are you reachable? <laughs> like, how do I find you?" <laughs> so, yeah, like, I all good. A, so
1: I'm excited to chat with you today. Yeah,
0: I'm super excited. So, guys, I just decided to have you know, I've been moving, so y'all have been sending me so many kind, well wishes. Thank you. Cause this is not for the faint at heart. And I literally have given away everything that I own. Cause I'm like, I just don't want to deal with it. Like, I don't want to take all of this shit to a new place. It just, none of it feels important. I moved out of state. So I was like, if it doesn't fit into two boxes, it's gotta go. And everyone thought I was nuts, but you know what? I am now been I've been here about four days and I'm almost completely done unpacking because that of is all amazing. two boxes. Yeah, Both.
1: yeah. Because <laughs> moving is the worst, and I feel like that's the perfect time to get rid of your shit. That's when
0: you realize oh, you yes. literally
1: have so much stuff, and it's like, first of all, where did this come from? Second of all, get it out of my face. It's not yes. moving into my new place. Yes,
0: it's like okay. I obviously didn't even know it was here, so I obviously don't want it that bad. I didn't exactly. Like oh, you got me through some really great times you can go thanks
1: <laughs> thank you for your services
0: thank you for your service um you can retire thank you mm-hmm. so much go provide it to someone else i have donated like i've done many a trip to goodwill though i think goodwill is like low let's low key on our cancel culture list but i gotta check oh my back on that Because I think it was something like uh, something about one of their presidents or like this and and like this woman and her son. I think they've been removed, but some shady shit was going on with the monies over there. So I spread it around. I did some Goodwill, I did some Salvation Army, I did some of those like Planet Clothing or something like those yellow boxes that are just around. I did um, some direct to a non consumer, like some hey, do you need this? Do you want this? Like here. Good, Good. You know. Whatever you know, because what am I what am I, what what do I need it for? You know, like it's not obviously I didn't even notice it was there, and that's kind of the whole point. I didn't even notice I had it. These right. people might need it here. Take it, like what? You
1: know? Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. You purge and also make room for new things later. That part. <laughs> <laughs> it's us not forget who we are. <laughs> cute so when i get like all my monies together and everything's in order now i can like you know make room and buy some new stuff to like mm-hmm. kind of fill up the new things so it's Full been space. a really wild experience but with all that moving around guys i have not been keeping up with any of the shows though i've been on probably like a dozen and a half podcasts in like the last two or three weeks you have so been busy girl <laughs> i have been really busy. i have like Y'all want me to talk to? Okay. But that's kind of the thing is that like when you start, when you get momentum and then all of a sudden everyone is like, you know, that's the whole point of momentum. Like they all want to talk to you too. And I'm like, yeah. I have nothing new to say, but I will figure it out. And <laughs> apparently I figured it out. So. Yes, you
1: got it. You're doing a great job.
0: I think, I think we all are. I think it's been a really good time right now to be, um, a black podcaster. I really do. I've said it before. Um, you know, we're having a really good moment. And it's mm-hmm. actually really comforting to see that it's not staying just one moment. This has yeah. been going on for a little bit and there's been lots of conversations happening. There's been lots of um continuing of conversations happening. And I and just also there's been a normal a more a bigger normalization of like, hey not just, you know, in June, but also we would like to have you come and talk about things that it make you feel good, things that make you happy, like these shows, like things that have nothing to do with you, or even your Blackness or your experience, but also just different perspectives. And it's like right. crazy that we had to come to, it's like a, something we can't, we have to applaud, like to have a moment where we're all talking about, you know, we're listening to other people talk about the same stuff that we love, but hey, right. we're here.
1: Yeah, it is a long road, but it's it's still wild to see. It's something for even us to get used to, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, are yeah. still listening.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember. Adjustment. Um, <laughs> it, 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 boy, has it like, been. I remember when I when you know a lot of the things first started going down, um, and it was already heightened because we were all in COVID quarantine mm-hmm. and stuff which frankly we all should still be because I'm ready to get out this house but it's fine yes. um another rant for another day um <laughs> I remember you and I had talked like offline about what it would take to kind of let Bravo go or where we where do we go from here like feeling mm-hmm. in this area of feeling betrayed and feeling a little forgotten, a little overlooked and not really knowing what to do about it. And I've talked about it before on my show. And I think I mentioned it on um, uh, Sarah Galley's show, Andy's Girls, Her Black Lives Matter episode from a few months ago. I said, you know, there's been plenty of times when you're a Black fan or a person of color, period, watching Bravo. And you're hit with a moment that you weren't expecting. There's no trigger warning because they don't trigger you at the beginning and say, hey, by the way, you might find something offensive, right? They don't do that. Um, and they don't really put it in like the previews or something so you're hit with something and you're like well I don't know what to do with this and you kind of have to make a decision do I keep going do I let it go what do I let slide everybody's line is so different Mm -hmm. and we would talk about like what do we do like where do we go from here and I remember you were like you did not know if you would even like start you had just started your podcast and look you don't even know if you want to come back to it I was like girl retweet I feel it that's so me (laughs) um but you and your best friend Gabby who is also um a black woman she y'all have kind of come back and your shows are even more now so what made you kind of come back to that decision and rejoin you know the bravo sphere
1: I guess just this whole, uh, this whole movement where everyone is listening and the reality that we do have this platform and we should be using it, you know? So Mm. if, if people want to hear our perspective and actually listen now, um, we need to be taking advantage of that. Right. So, because let's see before everything had really hit, it was probably like a week uh a week before everything all the protests and everything like that mm-hmm. had started happening it was the katherine dennis thing with the with the monkey emoji that really set me off and mm-hmm. i said something about it as i do and you know people you know how they do they're in the dms like that's not racist and i was like oh mm-hmm. i have fucking had it i have had it I'm not talking about this shit no more than everything else started happening. And I was like, oh, okay, they're listening. Now I got to say something, right? (laughs) Because now y'all are listening, you know, just like Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. You're trying to tell me, even before that, when we would call shit out, like Vanderpump rules stuff. And it's like, well, where are the black people at? And it's like, it's just a TV show. Why do you have to bring this in when this is supposed to be an escape from reality? And it's like, well, for you, but where am I supposed (laughs) to escape to when this shit is not an escape for me? And it should be.
0: You know what I'm I mean? Mention, what does that mean? Like, so, the, the idea that because it's supposed to be an escape from reality, you don't need to see other people of color and Black people in a city that literally has the most diverse population, probably in the entire country. The yeah. idea that you think that that means you get to escape reality means that you don't want that to be your reality. You don't want to be diversifying. If you think that, having people of color on your screen and having integrated casts on your screen would be to, what too much like reality right like, i don't understand so, what you're talking about like you're also watching reality tv like you can escape what black people be messy so like what does it have to do with anything you can have not, other cultures and other races and it's still your escape sis.
1: Exactly. So that, all of that was oh. infuriating. And, you know, Gabby and I talked, we, we took a break for a while and I was like, listen, I, you know, we agreed that we should come back, but it's like, it can't be just Bravo because sometimes yeah. we might need to skip it. Cause we'd get mad at them or what, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so
0: it's, it's, it's so it's to. expanded.
1: It's not just Bravo. We talked about other reality shows and that, that has helped. Um, but, but Bravo is doing, you know, I'm not mad at them at the moment. I think that the yes. Race in America special was really great. I hope mm-hmm. that there's more to come with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think that they're doing
0: it. And I appreciate that they decided to air it more than once yeah. and air it throughout. Um, that made me feel really good about their intentions. I um, have, you know, I've been vocal about some of the casting options and everybody who listens knows exactly who I'm talking about, but Mm -hmm. I thought overall it was a net positive situation. I thought overall it was, you know, a really great start. And I've seen people be like, well, I wish they would have played it after New York and X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I think we got to give them time and great. I mean, I get why that's hard to do because it Mm -hmm. also feels like, why the hell do I have to give anyone time? And you know how long it has been that we like we're not asking for much. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah. it's not like they're also firing people. this isn't happening in the canon. They're not firing people left and right for being problematic. This mm-hmm. is just like something that's meant to counter problematic, you know, behavior to kind of show that Bravo really is trying to show more than one side of, you know, a, of a perspective. Um, but that does come from putting it after some shows that you might feel are more problematic than others and you know it doesn't you know neglect to say Potomac is not the cast we need to be worried about when we're thinking about racist behaviors and racist rhetoric. (laughs) That's not not my go-to alarm siren. Like, (laughs) you know, those Potomacos, they can be a little, you know, you to watch what they say. It's not not the night I'm most worried about. No, not not at all. (laughs) And I've said it even before, even when they inducted Garcelle, I was, though I was like, you know, this is one integration, and she's obviously, there's some kind of token, you know, behavior there, but I think she was very aware of what her role was, and I still think she handled it beautifully. Mm -hmm. I also thought there was, I could not see her going anywhere else. I'm not even gonna lie. I only saw Beverly Hills being an option, and I, because I never once got a vibe that I I would be worried about her over there, whereas, you know, I was, I think Carrie kind of put us all on our toes in Dallas. We're like, oh shit, we do got to slow it down. Like as much as we need the integration, we, it, you, you don't want to know so distinctly who your problematic people are because they've made someone else's workplace hostile because of the problematic thought processes. Right. That is like the fact that we, oh, God, you know, that we're was... glad we got rid of Leanne, but like at the expense of Carrie and any other person of color, any other Latina or Latino person watching the show had to be expendable in order for us to get rid of Leanne. That's yeah, hilarious. Lord, and that was. Ugh. Let me tell you something. If that, that happened to nuts. a black woman, it's not, I'm, I'm, it's, not, it's not gonna go over well. That's, that's not happening. Like what, th- that's kind of my whole thing is like what would the alternative have been if it was like Garcelle somewhere else? Like I can't even imagine like what mm-hmm. would go down. I'm nervous about what's gonna happen on New York. I'm like, you're gonna really keep Ramona the Singer who has literally no filter in a bad way around other white women. Like, that—that's the most dangerous thing I've ever heard in my life. Is to put Ramona Singer in a room with anybody who does not look like her because she can't even handle herself around people who do look like her.
1: Right, and just are like a little bit different, but still. Like I can't. uh, Yeah.
0: Though I'm not her biggest fan, I do find her to be incredibly appropriating. I yeah do i uh, think that because she has a different edge to her because of where she comes from and because of what she's been exposed to what she believes is the reason she can act and be a certain way ramona even finds that behavior so offensive like so talk about can,
1: bringing a black woman and i mean you see how she acted around those women um when Leanne had, Leanne, Leanne had that spa day or whatever, and she, oh, like, God. doesn't even know how to talk to, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is just another person. Can you be oh, normal for two seconds? Please. Yeah, and, and, so, and
0: what's so sad is that I love Sonia, but even Sonia was like, Leah, she's a good friend of ours, but she's rough around the edges. I'm like, why? And it's but like, she, what the, like, the fuck does that Brooklyn? mean? Like, what right. are you talking about? Like, right. girl, but this is, you know, it's one of the things that I'm, I'm most worried about because I, I don't, I feel a fear that people's love for New York has been um, kind of blinding them to what really can go down on. Oh, definitely. Because you have to be reminded constantly that these people are real humans still too. I mm-hmm. think that we see Ramona and Avery go out in the world and people are like, I don't think we like them. And because we're reminded <laughs> yeah. that there's still humans that act outside of the show. Like they're real people like Stacy and Kristen. So you're like, holy shit. So all that bitchy behavior that we loved on the show, they're still like that even when the cameras go down
1: right Shot. <laughs> it's like it's actually not a character with them that's just that oh my god you mean
0: that they're just awful they're just yeah assholes? oh my god it's like we cannot empower them anymore so what do we do? do we dismantle everything i mean obviously not we we do i do for me i prefer to know who i hate i like to know up front i like oh, to yeah. know oh you're a problem so got it <laughs> tell me. got it mm-hmm. got <laughs> it I do applaud blah, blah, Bravo. I'm really happy that they did the Race in America a movement, not a moment special. Um, I think that title is I want it tattooed on my freaking face. Like, thank yes. you so much for that. Keep your foot on the gas. In Please. an effort to continue to do that, I also was able to uh sit down with one Bronwyn Windenberg from uh the house size of Orange County. Um we had a conversation, uh, and the snippet has been released on her page, um, called Hard Conversations and Amplifying Voices, an open dialogue with me from <laughs> with Monty, your host, thing, um, and I am really grateful, I, you know, that I had an opportunity, she approached me to sit down and talk with her about some things that I've kind of always wanted to say, um, and things that she's struggle to understand and and, in her ally approach of feeling helpless at times but also being uh, having to confront some of her own thought processes and some of her own um, journeys to unlearn and how to relearn what that looks like and you know I she says that I have a way of you know I guess explaining to her that makes it feel not as daunting and it's not because I sugarcoat it I just think that I've been blessed with Um, an ability to structure things in a way that it kind of makes it impossible for people to run from because it's that Mm -hmm. much easier to understand. And I think that comes from me, uh, my calling being to teach. I've always thought that anyone can learn should they choose to. And I think that if sometimes in the way I speak and how I can oversimplify something, but also kind of deconstruct your own biases of what you think If you still reject it, it's because you're choosing to. And I think that's important.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Cause you know, I've told you several times that you have such a way with words and it's, everyone doesn't have that. I don't, you know, I just be talking and I say whatever. (laughs) And I also do not, I have zero patience. And that's the thing that I'm working on. But obviously in a situation like this, it's like having the conversations and stuff. I can't really do that that's Mm -hmm. not for me i have to be like a sharing information type of bitch and that's really it (laughs) i don't have that patience i don't have it i'll be fighting with people and i don't really feel like doing that either that is okay yeah and it's what you said um in that video that sometimes listening is just as important as the act of activism is so true and i think that maybe people just hearing that it's like, cause they, they don't really know what to do all the time and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that listening is a great first step and that's something easy that everyone can do and you just take it from there. Um, So that, that was amazing. I want to hear the whole conversation. I want everyone to hear it because it's really important. Yeah, really it is
0: currently being edited. It was over about an hour or, okay. or, 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 and some change. It's being edited and more is to come. There's like a three minute uh, snippet on um, Bronwyn's page that I did post. I have not posted it to my feed yet because frankly, it's just, it's not necessary for me. It's yeah. like, if you follow me or you listen to me, this is not a special for me. This is my everyday conversation. This is yeah, it's exactly not new who I am all the time it's also it's not my audience in a lot of ways it's not really my audience that needs this yeah I think you know I I applaud Brown for being very aware of that that um the show that she's on the Mm -hmm. uh, area that she's in and the people that watch her specifically there has been a lot of weeding out but there has there's a lot of people that probably still wanted to learn and know and do differently um, and that is why, you know, she played out there. I will probably post it eventually when we get the longer version. But at this moment, you're going to find resources on how to listen to people who you don't normally listen to yeah. every day for me. So, you know, it's never that special. I do encourage people to continuously listen to other voices. I have been very clear. I am not an authority on what it is to be Black. There isn't one experience. This is not a linear situation. I myself have very many privileges that I am very aware of um and in a lot of ways my hair is not as threatening to people my skin color or mm-hmm. my race or my ethnicity doesn't necessarily come off as one way or another depending on what I look like yeah. I consistently straighten my hair because of the Eurocentric beauty standards that have been imposed on me since I was a kid that I'm still afraid to let go of but it has gotten me into so many places I haven't let go of it yet like I still struggle with wearing like my natural curly hair into a workplace but mine is still not as coarse or not as you know fit as other people so I'm i hear not you i got that four on, c <laughs> listen i'm not <laughs> authority on what it is to be black and that's why you have to listen to other people you have to watch <laughs> other people's things but the, what i hope happens is that i can start a process where that is so normal that other people continuously want to share and then we're just circulating content as if we're not all doing that anyway the idea that you don't want to diversify shows because like why do we have to put race into it because girl we're all watching a bunch of white people do a bunch of white shit right
1: and it's okay
0: for us to watch other people do other shit in the same spaces that like you know people have always said Friends, for instance, the show to have a show about an all-white cast in New York City is—you had to work hard to create mm-hmm. an all-white environment in New York City. You had to work very hard to make that your representation. Right. And the fact of the matter is that wasn't the case. That like, you know there have been—I think it was the one who plays Ross who. Got into oh a situation not too long ago when he was like, "I would love to see it rebooted with black people." And people were like, "Honey, there, there was an original with black people called Living Single. It's Remember? I know you know it. Watch. Please, <laughs> your show is loosely based on that show, like allegedly, but also not alleged. Okay. So, also, Living
1: Single is so much better. Sorry, I'm rewatching it right single, now. Let
0: me. Sorry, like, <laughs> I am someone who loves. friends. I I think it's hilarious. Living singles better. Just saying. I love friends. Living singles just better. It is so fucking funny. Like it is unreal how funny it is. I think I've rewatched it about three or four times and I'm very excited about it. I mean some other, if you're looking for other black sitcoms that you want to watch, if you you want to not to be always uh, bombarded with all the bad things about, you know, listening to uh, melanated voices in America. You can watch some of our shows and our TikToks. I've said it many times. That's also amplifying our voices. Mm-hmm. Moesha has Ugh. started a movement. She yes. literally, That show created a universe of shows behind it. The Game, Girlfriends, The Parkers, uh, there's so many that came from that one little universe. Watch Moesha. Sister Sisters coming to Netflix in September. Cannot you can wait. Do... Oh, girl. Cannot. I am so hyped. Oh god. I won't be here. I won't be here. You won't find me. I'll be <laughs> deep, deep into that Michigan like style. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> to the house. Okay. Let me tell you something. I will be so deep into wherever, Lisa is going in her life on Sister Sister, you can't find me. Bravo what? So like, I'm going to really try. I'm going to have to be reminded by y'all. Like, a sis, when are we going to get that Potomac update? And I'm going to be like, oh, right. I, I don't know. I was watching. Man, they just told Roger to go home, and he actually left, and I don't know where Roger is. And I'm sad. Like, where is Roger? Like, Oh my God! That moment I when from like nerdy to fine, I was like, oh, "We're going somewhere." Oh, Hello, Lord. Roger. Okay.
1: Please come excited? over, oh, Roger. Roger.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so please, absolutely know that you need you. There's many ways that you can be listening and amplifying voices, and if you want to, the options are available to you. So let's make that happen. You know.
1: Hmm.
0: And the last thing I want to get into before we talk, the shows that I barely remember and that are barely, you know, things are barely going down. Um, (laughs) Black Excellence this week is going to be brought to us by two teachers in a Georgia school district um, at Monroe High School who have this, their school district has decided to do virtual learning um, for the year. And so it's a high school and it seems to be predominantly people of color definitely seeing a larger black population despite what this video and their website looks like. Um, and we have two teachers, Miss Evans and Miss Williams, who did a remix to a rap song by a young up and coming rapper, um, Jack Harlow called What's Poppin'. And they pretty much just wanted to take the sting the fear and the and, and change the attitude around what virtual learning has to look like um granted i know they are in high these are high school kids so their ability to utilize uh technology is a little bit easier presumptively mm-hmm. however when you are dealing with kids of color they don't always have access to that technology to do right. virtual learning so that's always factored into this decision so, a lot of these schools that you know harvest these communities, that are you know educating these communities have to kind of make a choice, like we have kids who don't really have access to technology, but do we are their lives dispensable? that we bring them and their teachers, who there aren't very many of them at the moment anyway, into a classroom where they could get sick or worse? Like what is the risk here that we take? And I guess this school decided that they are going to do virtual learning. And I just really enjoyed watching these high school kids, which all with all the little masks on, dance. dancing. Yes, they're dancing behind their teacher, and the teachers are rapping about what they have to expect, what they it's can great. expect from them, how they don't play. They're still going to be on top of things. Miss Williams is going to be watching that Zoom call every day. Mm-hmm. I just really, really loved it. And so my shout out is to both of them, and it's going to be posted on my stories. Um, and I will play a little bit at the very end of our conversation um, that we, that me and Raven had today. I applaud I these teachers.
1: It's so great. And I don't know about you. I, I saw something posted um, probably on Twitter, which is a scary place, but it was just something like, when did you, what grade did you like have your first black teacher or something Mm -hmm. like that? And I was like, Oh fuck. Uh, I did have a black teacher in fourth grade and then I didn't have another one until 10th grade. And that was the last one that I just Uh too. And it's so important to have teachers that look like you, you know what I mean? Yes so I absolutely you know. know what you
0: mean I'm becoming one yes
1: and I think that's <laughs> so great and so I'm watching this video when I see these black women and the one teacher she's got her braids I'm just like this is so cool and that's so great for those kids you know yes, and I just want to see like- more of that
0: me too and i feel like these kids can kind of connect and relate to them and they yeah. feel very cool these teachers are also on point but like they know the song they know the hood the stuff and mm-hmm. these, it also i think it really does something by making kids feel safer and yeah. they don't even know it they have no idea mm-hmm. what it means to them to have this until they get older and are asked yeah. that question on twitter when did you have a black teacher and they're like huh and they wonder how much of that was shaped and learned into their experiences of not having that. Like for instance, I this year with Juneteenth, it was kind of a thing. And I just assumed it was a thing because someone had just died. Because like, I was like, well, maybe right. that was the reason why. Because when I learned about Juneteenth, I learned about it in Texas, in Texas history, which is where this kind of went down. And it was by a white teacher who, when I asked, like, why have I never heard of this a like, holiday? She told me flat out, well, it's not like a real holiday. Like, you were never celebrated. It's not like a real thing. It just was like a day in history. So <sighs> that was when I was in seventh grade. I was 12 or 13, maybe, right? cut to me in my 20s now, I was like, so it's not a real thing. Like, why are people acting like this is a real thing? I was very anxious. Like, this isn't going to be a thing next year. Like, what? I hope no one has to die next year for us to celebrate this again. Like, what is going on? Like, this is not a real holiday. And because I had to unlearn that because, you know, and this is why I've said, like, I really want people to understand learning can be and listening is active activism because when did you learn this information? I didn't yeah. learn this information. So I know you didn't learn this information in school. So you have yeah. to learn and you have to listen because women we get this? I didn't yeah, we did.
1: I didn't get it. I didn't know about it until, I mean, just like a few years ago, honestly.
0: Right. Did not no, know. I had no idea. And the only reason I learned about Juneteenth and in, in, in school at all was because it was, it's mandatory to take Texas history in Texas, at least when I went. So uh, it's, it was, and it's a Texas thing. Like it was Texas that took so long. So they had to talk about it. So what else are you going to do with the entire semester's worth of curriculum, if not talk about all the things that happened? And that was probably the only time I ever learned about anything black happening in Texas history at all. (sighs) Exactly. That's I, yeah, I Just <laughs> that's
1: all I got. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I really shout out, um, you know, Miss Williams and Miss Evans of Monroe High School in Georgia for just being dope and for giving kids they don't even know what it means, you know, for it to have these people who are your educators understand you on a a little bit of a level because even if they've never had your experience they can understand how your experience will shape your education and they don't have to read about it and that's not to say that teachers who are not black and they're not You know, other races who teach kids of other races can't also Mm. uh, be great support for their students, but their job is to continue to learn so they can be the best for their students. I get plenty of teachers who reach out to me in DMs and are like, I have a responsibility to like literally the little kids in my classroom who are kids of color, who are little Black kids. I need to learn this information. I really need to know more about this so I can be a better service to them. Shout out to y'all because that is the whole point. Education is not just what we put on the Blackboard. It is literally making sure that every kid is in a safe place mentally, physically, emotionally, everything, literally, in order to receive information that they're supposed to get so they can have a better chance at life in the future. How can that happen if they don't feel safe in the classroom, you know? It can't. It cannot. And I really, you know admire uh, them. I would love to be teachers just like that. It's important, you know, to have that kind of passion and creativity. Also, the rap is good. Like, the it, rap really is. Really good. it really is. It really is. I was shocked. Miss Evans has a different career happening. Like, I, I see something <laughs> else going on, okay? Because I was like, this is not just, I wrote this and... Like, the cadence was on point. It was like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> it was I everything. That. I love that. And I love seeing little Black kids have a good time. I'm not even going to lie. I just love it. I yes. love watching kids be able to be kids and not have to worry about the different things that come into their lives when they don't even know is about race or, not, or whatever. Like, they just get to have fun, and they're just dancing and having a good time with the little masks on and like their little school colors. And yes. I was like, oh, make high school fun again (laughs) please i want to take their classes can you imagine oh Oh, my god i would not go back i would not go back if you paid me but i'll go to theirs
1: (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. just
0: theirs (laughs) just theirs oh god okay so in other news kim kardashian and kanye have decided to live in separate homes um okay um, okay. Kanye is going to stay in Wyoming and Kim is going to stay with the kids in LA. I imagine they're going to go back and forth. They're, she's going to send the kids like to be with Kanye and stuff so he can have access to his children um, and that seems fine. I guess they had uh, some tough conversations about things and I'm not even gonna lie. I think she did the... I really do think she probably did the best she could with the tool she had. I think that if it, if we take away anything from this, it's that mental health does not give a fuck how much money you have. It doesn't care how poor you are. It doesn't care how rich you are. It will make itself known as a viable presence in your life, whether you have the means to eradicate it or not.
1: hmm Yeah. And look, I can that whole family just not a fan but i feel like people were giving her such a hard time and that just is not fair you can't make a grown man take his medicine and who knows what what she had going on with him or how she was trying to help you know what i mean we have no idea and that had to be so hard and for everyone to be watching and being like this is your fault it's like leave that lady alone please leave them alone just
0: yeah, this once. Something. Just this once. You, you know what I it's mean? Just, that just this hard. once. Literally. If you are, like, there's been a lot of rumors that like um, a certain person who holds a certain position of power in the nation right now um, has needed to have like the ship, like his physician has allegedly had the White House chefs like mash cauliflower into his mashed potatoes just mm. to get him to eat vegetables. Jesus. Um whether that's true or not, A, I believe it wholeheartedly Sounds true. it's <laughs> yeah. like there's there's uh been a lot of rumors that he won't eat anything other than like basically steak and potatoes um which is like that very old good old boy country club mm-hmm. thing of like that meal but it's not meant for every day and certainly not meant for someone who's supposed to be running a country and needs their heart to kind of be on board
1: mm-hmm.
0: um it, it's true that you have to mash vegetables you get someone to eat the damn vegetables at that age i grew up let, let it be known no matter what p- power you are, what position you are, what money you have, you cannot make a grown person do a damn thing. If that yeah. were the case, it would have made people do a lot of things a long time ago.
1: Oh God, I, there's such a long list. Hello. <laughs> I love So,
0: a shout out to her for doing the best she could. She's answered questions that yeah. yeah, most people did not even need answers to. Mm-hmm. I've never had to give an iOS press release on you know, my partner's mental health and what I'm doing to fix it because no one's giving a fuck how hard I am. And if I had told any of my friends, they would actually support me. Not so what the fuck are you doing? Like how right. she, and this is why Candace just has a lot of nerve. Like I just, I don't even really want to get into what, when she went hard at Kim for, uh, she was oh saying God, to the God. effect of like, well, Kanye needs a black woman, but honey, you didn't even marry a black man. So what are you I, talking about? She said, "The, the black man that needs the black woman, you were not it. So, right? That is so it's true, clear. If your solution to black men needing any kind of mental help or stability is is the solution of a black woman to you, you took yourself out of the market for another black man who might need it. So, what right? Are you so about? what's that? What's so that about? no one questioned you. Like, I really have an issue. And this is, I guess, how we'll just transition into Potomac because." I think Ashley is being incredibly gracious letting oh, this come into her home. Oh, she is. because she is feeding. Mm-hmm. She
1: would never come into my home. And no. it's like, I'm sorry, Candace. I... It's like you said. It's like she forgets that she's also married to a white man because I'm still stuck on her calling Ashley huh. a bed wench. Huh? Like,
0: I don't uh, understand huh? that. I don't a get roach. it. What? To if call she, another black woman a roach, what the to fuck? call her white husband an oh, overseer, God. are you crazy? What, what does, does, that you, does that make you? What does that make? What does that make you?
1: I'm so confused because you're like actually in the same position. I'm. So, I don't kind of so, understand.
0: What is the difference? Her white husband is a slave owner. Your white husband is what an abolitionist? I'm so confused. <laughs> no, so I don't that know. That. He has a brown. Wait, what are you and doing?
1: Suggests. I
0: don't okay, get it. Girl. I don't know <laughs> what is going on. Candace has a lot of. She needs this is what I'm talking about. She needs to unlearn. She needs to check out the specials. This is oh, only yeah. the last part. Because what's going on over there? Like, <laughs> what is happening? Like, girl, learn your history. Know who you are. There's so much bitterness inside of that woman mm-hmm. that I am genuinely like. This is not. I think that we need to put a gag order on housewives being on social media and it's Oh, it, I would love point, that. It feels like I, would love it, that. I every bit of potential I see in her on the show where I'm like okay there is another dimension here like when she gave us the understanding of why she probably was so hard on Ashley last year because she was jealous that Ashley had this real understanding of who she was as a woman and where she wanted to be as a woman, and that mm-hmm. was to be a mom. And though that is not necessary for a woman to be a woman, she was jealous that Ashley had this definitive understanding of what she wanted to do as a mother and be yeah. you know, a woman who has babies. And mm-hmm. Candace didn't have that, and they're roughly the same age. So I understand that jealousy. I understand why she would feel that way. And I appreciated her giving us that insight. But mm-hmm. then the follow through is poor. It's it like, is. So then I'm going to go to your house and go, so we both have things to apologize for. And that's not the point. The point is, someone has to take the lead on the apology train, someone has to extend the olive branch. And sweetie, you are all you. It's, to you. Do. it's, <laughs> it's right. Yours. The job is yours. Oh, Candace.
1: Yeah, I just agree with the whole social media thing. Because I feel like if we take that part out, for Candace specifically, obviously there's other Housewives on other things. Like, I probably would be able to enjoy her on the show. And I think Mm -hmm. that there probably was a time when I did, but I was like, oh, Jesus, she is something else like i yeah <laughs> it's it's a lot she well, really she does, does have this so i didn't mind her yeah i uh, because it's like she needs to be on the show she's good for the show but it's like wow you are really fucking terrible like really yeah. terrible
0: and also and honey you're the most disposable for her to give an ultimatum to bravo
1: oh my god hilarious the show is
0: <laughs> Girl. so new As if they cannot recast at any moment and no one would care. Like, it's still so brand new. The audacity, because it's like literally, (laughs) to tell us and to tell Bravo that she will not film another season with Monique. That's all, then you better hope and pray to God, Monique decides to leave. Because let me tell you something. Bravo will be like, well, girl, bye. And for you to give an ultimatum about what you will and won't do and what conditions you'll put up to film, as if you did not just start allegedly paying your mortgage 10 days ago. <laughs> we literally saw you last season. That was your closing credits, was you putting right. your first mortgage payment into the goddamn mailbox. <laughs> and how do we know we, she didn't run back out and go pick it up again? How do we right. you know that little check inside?
1: This is a blank it was an empty envelope. <laughs> so the it was all for show.
0: Dorothy telling Giselle she's still paying for a lot of shit. I can't. I can't. So a girl, how dare you bite your tell your job. So it's me or her. And they're gonna be like, well, if you're vacating your position, we can just post it. We can <laughs> okay. we can post the position and, and get a new person to fill it. That's no problem like should right. we consider this year a
1: notice or because we need to maybe dr forward, wendy's so. there to replace you all right <laughs> and i'm fine with that because she's Wouldn't great that be ironic? I love oh
0: my show. god that'd be hilarious absolutely do you think they had a real uh like a real friendship before because i think this was like a housewives i don't think introduction. so introduction Yeah, Yeah. I don't, but it does not sit well with me that they were in the same circle. I don't believe that. I don't know, Dr. Wendy, she just so much,
1: I don't need to say better than Candace,
0: but I mean, she is.
1: I don't really know how else to say it. Like Candace is not on her level. Why on earth would she be hanging out with her? Why
0: so cute, can' trying to make a connection. We have politics to bond over. I was an intern some years ago, about 10. <laughs> right. And Dr. Wendy is a um a political correspondent on Fox News Weekly. She also is a professor. She has three degrees, four degrees, and her husband's a lawyer. But you know, we bond over the politics. It's like, honey, honey, no, give me one policy. <laughs> Tell me one. That was passed in the last 24 hours. <laughs> when was the last time the hell met? You interned once and I have some tea on that internship uh, that I will discuss Ooh. off air because what I don't need is oh, her yes. coming after me on her IGTV or whatever. Oh my God, cause because she will. She, let me tell you <laughs> she something. Will. That black socialites owner, bless his heart, because though he oh, is God. vile on the social media, he still handled it better than me. I am very eloquent. I have a great way with words. That's why, another reason why that bitch doesn't want to have across me.
1: Mm-hmm. okay
0: very yeah she different. will have met her match oh yeah, yeah. girl <laughs> please. don't ever because I'm like again what she said to Ashley was enough for me to be like oh you don't like people like you don't like other women like mm-hmm. so Ramona you don't support other women no one you don't say that these are not four-letter words hurt less than the things that she said and Bravo was hilarious this episode having all of them casted on the screen. Like oh my God. every single tweet. <laughs> and this is why Ashley was, Ashley said, like, you know, knees open, pushing out a human.
1: Right. The, and it's literally, girl. She oh, is. Ooh, I've never seen anything like it. Me. Neither. And I watched Bravo. <laughs> like, this like. <laughs> we watched all mean, the girls. All yeah. The yeah. So. I mean, Jesus, in a world where Kelly Dodd exists, I'm shocked by, like, come on.
0: (laughs) So what are we thinking about this whole Cherise situation? Um, I'm really irritated. Okay, okay, yeah, irritation makes sense. We'll get into that. There's been some rumors that, you know, basically Giselle knew of this rumor about Mm -hmm. a year or two ago and was going to kind of unleash it and bring some receipts uh to a reunion and I guess Monique kind of intervened or there was like some come to Jesus that they had where Giselle decided against it so it looks like Monique has been trying to fan these flames for a little while but it seems that Sharice and whatever other friend that they don't talk about or talk to any longer um they have had a hard-on for this situation where they have made some allegations of Monique you know, sleeping with her trainer Mm -hmm. uh, and the Mm -hmm. most asinine one, and this is where things get really wild, is that the son, the kid, her most recent child Chase is not her husband's which the jury has come back on that that is that man's baby. I mean, you can see it. Look at him in the face.
1: Please, all those kids look, I mean, please, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. They have the same face. Um, Sharice, how embarrassing for you Honestly this it first of all it's disgusting spreading these rumors but it's like you just look so thirsty it's like are you yeah. like really what are I are mean, they even it's, paid it's, you girl you got a microphone no. this last episode but it's like it can't be enough like have you no shame
0: you have look you silly no shame. Like, <laughs> and if the rumors are true and you left the show because you got the money that you wanted from your ex-husband, um, who allegedly was like, I will give you your house and everything and I will we'll keep every, you can keep your lifestyle if you leave the show because you're going to be trashing me. And that's exactly what was happening. So I I, I would believe it. So if mm-hmm. that's the case, are you doing this for free? Are you just ruining lives for free? Like this no, is- No, nothing I mean. else to do. <laughs> Nothing else. And this is what I'm saying, like, what are you actually doing? Because you introduced us to her and it didn't feel like a housewife introduction then. It felt like y'all had a real kindred connection. So what changed that badly for you? And I think they're trying to tell us that Monique is a different way on camera versus off, um, mm-hmm. which is what Candace alleged when the yeah. cameras went down after last week's episode. And then this week we just get the hot mics and. But Candace told us, but she, we didn't get that proof. You know what I mean? She was just yeah. like, hey, she's a different way when she's off camera. But the what we got was don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. Um Yeah, I just, I don't know where we go from here. I think that the sip and see, which someone just brought up to me is something that like is so deep, like it's so deeply rooted in the South. I didn't expect it to be in um, you know, on Potomac, let me just make it very clear to people: Maryland is not the South. I don't care where your Mason-Dixon line is. No one is thinking <laughs> Maryland's the South. No one is thinking Virginia is even the South. Okay, like maybe the bottom half of Virginia yeah. might be the most country or like the most southern because they're closest to North Carolina, but yeah. we don't consider that the same Virginia as where Ashley is. It's like a four and a half hour drive between the two of each other. So, no, that's not the South. I, that's no one in the South is thinking of us as the South
1: i definitely don't is a sip and see a southern thing i that's feel like everything saying. that i know is like i'm like oh we just that's only here where we do that
0: <laughs> I'd say my answer to that was <laughs> it's a more of like a millennial thing like you know oh. millennials have this way of anything that they see because of social media it kind of gets adapted into oh, a culture God. of the generation yeah. Yeah, like, yeah no one ever does it and then once millennials get a handle on Handle on it on the discovery page of Instagram. <laughs> it's now all of us that's doing it. Okay. Like, Let's run it into the ground. Deals, literally, gender <laughs> wheels. Oh, girl. Oh, you Jesus. Could just be, oh, my God, I'm having this. And a, a cake and a different color cake or whatever. Yeah. Now it's like, we're going to shoot cannons and we're going to have like gas and we're going to do balloons and Ferris wheels. And there's a the person that comes out. And the thing, like, it, girl, calm down. Are it's really excessive the baby like can't
1: be and then you know then there's people having accidents with it because when the space shuttle takes off you want to have the blue or the pink dust coming out of it and then someone dies
0: and it's like well yeah or like the wildfire gets started what? like girl oh. no, um i did enjoy actually having a sip and see because i think that it was kind of her way of merging her two worlds and being like, I don't really like living my house and I love taking care of my baby, but I am Mm -hmm. on the show. I do want to do my part. I do want to have people, you know, kind of come into my world and be in my space so I don't have to leave my baby. And I really admire her for that. I love seeing her feed her child in her child's home and in her home. And I I really want to get to a place where where the more we see it, the less we have to talk about it. Like the less people are like oh my god they're showing her nursing on tv like yes shout out to bravo and shout out to yeah. for doing it but the idea that we're <clears throat> shocked that a mother is feeding her baby the baby's food at the baby's home with the mother in the mother's home and it's shocking to us <laughs> we we gotta we have an issue
1: yeah yeah because it shouldn't be a thing <laughs>
0: at all it really to me it isn't a thing i'm not a mother and i was like mm-hmm. oh, okay this makes sense Like. <laughs> why wouldn't I think, think the baby he's gotta eat. eat at his house yeah he's hungry when I come home I'm hungry <laughs> and I eat right he woke Should up from a nap, and everybody is touching him and holding him and he's like girl if you don't put <laughs> the goddamn pity in my mouth I'm now, annoyed I'm I will fucking nap. scream I'll snack. do it right I'll so do this it is gonna keep him quiet like he wanted a snack he wanted his snack there's all people around him I get it if there's a lot of people around me, I need what I need to make me comfortable as well. And I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. Show must so, go on. Yeah. Shout out to Bravo for showing that because it is normal. Don't. Thank you for not making it a big deal. Thank you for not giving us the housewives reactions to it or anything. I would have been pissed. Everybody in that room is yeah. a mother. Right. And you know what it takes to feed a baby. The baby don't give a fuck if you're on camera or not. The no. baby want to eat. So what are you gonna do make the baby eat because there's people around you and she gotta leave her own party to do it like what were the alternatives here oh Mm -hmm. there weren't any it's her house that's it that's it and that's the period and then we see ashley and candace having a conversation where candace still rejects the idea that she can be the bigger person here and say hey though i do feel that we both have things that we did in the past that probably has aided in our demise of any potential friendship now I want to say I'm very sorry for tweeting all those horrible things about you while you were in labor at all period but especially while you were at a very sensitive and vulnerable time your baby is beautiful I'm really happy for you that you're happy and you know it wasn't cool that I did that and I hope that we can kind of get a different start going boom done I just did it Candace. See? See how easy that was? That was it. And Ashley would have been like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And I'm sorry that I kept coming into your house and taunting you about it being your mom's house. Because people don't recognize like the housewife dialogue is so funny to me because they don't recognize that just because you think you're owed an apology to, you are less likely to get it the more you remind the person who you also owe an apology to that you don't want to give it to them until you get it from them. Whomever says it first will literally start the apology train. The yeah. other person will probably also apologize. That's just how things go. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just life, right? Exactly. <laughs> that happens right. The it is.
1: Yeah, you both fucked up and you're like, hey, I'm sorry that I did this. And it's like, you know what? I'm sorry, too. That was fucked up. Done. Yeah,
0: you're right. Like, <laughs> done. You know, I don't even sweat it. And then boom, we're done. It's over and now they're gonna go have another conversation conversation like number three or whatever you know to make this happen and they're gonna meet up at some like really particular coffee shop or something where there is no food involved but oh my god have you heard the rumors that dr wendy like used up the potomac budget for food because every time they would go up <laughs> to a restaurant to film she would order two entrees. <laughs> one for there, one to go. It. oh
1: my god that is so good <laughs>
0: I I not heard
1: that. no, I didn't
0: hear that, but that's amazing. Also, <laughs> that's my type I, of girl. <laughs> at the, at Ashley's party that they had at the restaurant where it really it was just a dinner. Um dr winner was one of the only people who was actually actually eating when like she was mm-hmm. putting fork to mouth yeah she was like mm-hmm. like that that instant meme of her like being so side-eyed at ashley's botox and the booty situation <laughs> <It's> because <laughs> her mouth is full
1: <laughs> she is trying to enjoy her dinner and ashley yeah. is talking about getting botox in her split anus it's like And allegedly
0: Dr. Wendy was asking for getting orders to go. She would order two of the same entree and get one to to go. Probably for her man for a little midnight snack, maybe. She might want some for lunch tomorrow. She's busy.
1: I I love that for
0: her. Amazing. (laughs) Such high hopes for Dr. Wendy. She (laughs) might make me laugh as much as Robin does, because people have often made cases that Robin is boring. I said, no, Robin is actually so fucking relatable (laughs) that it hurts. But she's hilarious. I just told this story on um, the Kiki and Kibbitz podcast that I just did. But I um, got to do that uh, Potomac virtual party that you should have been invited to. And if they ever have it again, I will go on record to say, Raven needs to be invited and she will come. She will take my spot. So if they invite me this time, she will take mine. She'll be on the Zoom instead um they robin everybody was there they were looking beautiful they were gorgeous some of them made up um and glammed out robin had us on mute the whole time and she Uh, told us in the beginning she said i didn't know if we could eat at this thing or not but like i gotta eat and then she put us on mute and she ate the whole time while two of her boys (laughs) ran around with no shirts on getting ready for bed because it was like 8 p.m and she was like, you could see her yelling, like, go to bed or go get the oh bathtub. God. And she is putting fries in her mouth. And people just keep asking yes, her, Robin, on, what press. are you eating? And she's stuffing her face. And she takes the to off mute and goes, "Um, I'm having a, a bacon cheeseburger and some Ooh, fries. Yes. It's not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, sorry, it's not vegan. And I died. I was like, yo, Robin is the most relatable woman ever. And I was talking to Abby from the Real of Bravo. She was like, please, she relates to Robin the most. Because she was like, that is what it's like to be trying to keep your household. You're constantly late to stuff. You're running you, all these kids like behind, you're behind their activities. You're trying to keep it together. She was like, Robin was like, she just, they just got home from basketball practice and they uh like they had to get ready for bed they have things so she yes had to that's real life. together and do her job and Abby was like that's what moms tend to do like this is what happens we're all multitasking individuals that is what we have to do so I really respected it I, I I absolutely loved Robin for it I thought I think she's hilarious I actually think she's so funny Without God, trying. and that's
1: what's the best. Unintentionally hilarious is the best type of,
0: the best. And her type. and Giselle are the hardest women to look at straight on. It's insane. They are so gorgeous. The Potomac Cats is one of it the actually, biggest groups of people I've, never, I've ever seen in my life.
1: Oh, yeah. It actually makes no sense for them to just be walking around looking like that.
0: It's Why? ridiculous. Why? Why? Right How? Age, How? Backwards? <laughs> and better Like she literally is getting better looking as she gets older i cannot stand it but i love her i'm just yes. like what do i girl drop the skincare routine girl. Please. Drop the, the hair routine drop drop it drop all, everything drop workout your, routine <laughs> like, all of your routines all the routines like monique is stunning like what's oh, what behind these people i've lived in maryland my whole life i don't know i don't
1: know like, Walking around looking like that every Ashley
0: day is stunning. Like, listen, even Candace is stunning. her personality, oh, she is, is. Nice. like she's gorgeous. Yeah, like, what is going on? It's and a then shame. Last, last but not least, Karen versus T'Challa is oh my god, dude. I never knew I needed it,
1: dude. It's so good. She reminds me so much of my mom. Every time when my niece opened that door and that bird was sitting on her shoulder, and Karen was like, Oh, really? <laughs> and just, like, Damn staring T'Challa again. down. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. She's like, really? Does the bird have to be right fucking here when you open the door? You know I don't like and this now. thing.
0: And now you are all these conspiracy theories that, K- that Karen's the one who let T'Challa out, and that's why T'Challa didn't home. <laughs> but he's home now. And we can joke about it, because Monique was very upset, and, um, yeah, she lost her pet, but Karen is... So anti this word. It is so funny. Yeah, so man. funny. And we also got to meet Dr. Wendy's family this week, and I really like to see that. I love that her kids are learning um, more about their own culture, their heritage, and they're learning to speak um, evo and uh, in, in numbers. And that's what we see being taught to them and lesson by her mama I love that and I really loved that Dr. Wendy kind of let us know that she's watched the show before because she was hesitant to call her obvious Mm -hmm. Mr. Chocolate husband because of the whole idea that Giselle's uh, Jamal Bryant's uh, ex-husband and current boyfriend was Phaedra's Mr. Chocolate of Atlanta and so and she didn't want to call him that but I'm like no that's he is what his husband deserves
1: oh my god he is a piece of chocolate I love him he he. He's oh my god I, I need to see more of him he every single episode room.
0: he's helping raise the children he's there he's pregnant he's filming I'm like oh, he is fine letting her have her space <laughs> yes good, good, good husband award uh, and the bar is on the ground in Potomac so oh the bar is on the ground in every city that's the sad part <laughs> It really like, is. It's so low. <laughs> it's low in Atlanta. It's low in Beverly Hills. It's low on OC. It's low mm-hmm. in New York. There is no bar in New York. None of them are married. Nope. <laughs> so the bar is non existent there. there's a real there's high, high five. So I just, I really am enjoying getting to know her. I love where the season is going. I think we're already getting into the drama, but it doesn't feel like we're waiting on one big moment like we were led to believe I think we're gonna have a lot of really good content a lot of good side content
1: oh yeah because it's like going into it I think we all thought okay the fight when's the fight gonna be and it's like at this point I've almost forgotten that that's even gonna happen I'm not like oh when is it because it's like there's so much going on it's like oh my god we haven't even gotten to that yet holy shit you know, it's yes. in a place like Beverly Hills, it would be like, can we just fucking get to it, please? Yeah, we've been
0: leading up What's to the, happening? the 15 weeks and now <laughs> yeah. the season again in Beverly Hills is over. Thank God. And there's still was pretty much no climatic event and yeah. we didn't really have anything go down. Um, mm-hmm. But everything that did go down was pretty much not necessary because just like last year though I do think the season was much better than last year because the bar again was in hell from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, what I will say is, just like last year, I always said, had we not gotten all that comeuppance on social media, had they not done all this press about the season being yeah. so groundbreaking and being two seasons in one, and we probably, it probably would not have been that bad. Yeah. It probably would have been fine it, because when we got to the end of it, it was like, this is it, who cares? Like, yes, it's a dog, but it's a dog. This is not a huge deal. And now it's the same thing. Had we not made such a big fuss and talked about three from episode three to episode fucking 23 and obviously tried to set Denise up this whole time Mm -hmm. with this one storyline that you were going to drop, uh, drop a bomb on her for weeks later in Rome. Now we're at a place where we're like, this is it, we don't care. Why do we care that she slept with somebody who's not even on the show?
1: Literally, and no why are we
0: bringing them back on the show to do to talk about that? Nobody cares,
1: it's so silly. And it's like, have, have y'all really not learned that this formula just is not it by now? It doesn't work.
0: You stop, also can't stop all doing go it after one person. No,
1: it's whack. It's whack. You gotta keep going. I don't want to, to watch that.
0: Other. No, oh. you are gonna see lots of different people take different sides at different points. Stop trying to make fetch happen, ain't gonna happen. I am very much so over but you know, we're transitioned into Beverly Hills now. Um, what happened? Nothing. This, listen,
1: the last yeah. week, <laughs> I don't remember truly. Okay, and yeah. I was like, cause nothing happened. And it was so like, I literally went to look cause I was like, listen, I don't know how much more of this I can watch. Because already Beverly Hills is like at the bottom of my list as far as the Housewives go. And I was like, I'm not sure I can keep watching this. <laughs> but thank God it's almost over. Only two more episodes. Tonight mm. and then like next week is the finale. Thank God. Because it's a whole lot oh, of- next
0: week's the finale. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I was about to start looking for that information. Yeah. <laughs> so next week's So the finale. how long are we here? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, what wow. else? What else? What else? Honestly. So next week is the finale. Um, this week that when this comes out, we are almost at the finale. I, I honest to God, when I was sitting down and record with you, I was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what shows oh. I watched. Did I already talk about it? What did I record? I was so lost and I took notes and I was still like, me too. It changed and- for me. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Literally.
1: No. Oh, you know what happened? Lisa did that fake crying and, like, apologizing to Denise. I think it was last week. I think so. Uh, That, I I mean, nothing. It's just the same shit. And it's like, how many times am I supposed to talk about this?
0: Really? This is why Potomac is my number one right now, because, Instead of these things where we have no idea what happened, we're all rooting for Giselle's daughters to get Nicki Minaj tickets instead of her <laughs> restaurants because we know COVID <laughs> is coming. And this man is dressed like he's auditioning for Hamilton, the stage play, like I... the off-Broadway off version, to take them on a boat just to tell them that. To me, as a dad, that was not a major event that needed to be done on camera. Because I thought it aided to the girls' arguments that he does these things to get make Giselle feel good. One hundred percent. I was like, they seems, did not like You could have said this on the kitchen at the kitchen table, but like, hey, by the way, like I got y'all, you each got steak in a restaurant and you're working there this summer. That's like just being a dad. I just raise the kids. Let's right. just raising them. And you've That's made fun. it
1: into this like this big production and Grace is like, mm, okay, but what about the Nicki Minaj tickets? because so what that's I what I it's
0: weird that I what I got
1: yeah I don't I was very specific about what I wanted and you just didn't do that so
0: which I'm I mean I get impressed. it you're <laughs> trying to teach them entrepreneurship but sure. also, if you really wanted to impress your kids maybe getting them something that you know that they really wanted or were cared for, or maybe looping it in together like hey do a really good job on this and guess I I I promise you, you will have a really cool reward after this. Like I want you guys because they still are kids; they still want to just be like, "Well, we want something, and we really want to be excited about it." And they would have been like, "Thanks, Dad," for these like that would have been something great for them. Like this was great, but this is this felt like a ploy, you know? So oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't like him. He's and you know what he
1: he looks like R. Kelly to me a little bit. And so that I find that to be very distracting.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and like I mean, that. also he's just horrible. I don't,
0: yeah, get, him, get him off, tough. get him out of here. Yeah, get him out. I mean, it, it feels bad because Giselle's like, I just thought the kids always wanted their parents to get back together. I'm like, girl, not if they remember how y'all we were like together or not if they don't like y'all together. 'Cause I'm a kid of divorce at an older age and yes, I grieved my parents' divorce and I was mm-hmm. really sad about it. But if they ever told me they were getting back together, I'd divorce them. I'd like, be don't like want no parts.
1: Yeah, please don't.
0: This no, was a good idea. It was awful. <laughs> you,
1: yeah, you really were onto something when you split up. So let's just keep that going. Let's just keep that. Let's
0: just keep that same energy, you know? Yeah. But that's one of the reasons why Botomic is my favorite, because I remember so many fun things, funny, good, deep, and intense, uh, hilarious relatable about potomac and then beverly hills I, all i remember is that there was a scene where rena and denise are talking and i thought it was filmed on like an iphone like it felt like it was filmed it was not it, it, what, you know what i'm talking about yes i like know yeah. it was different. yeah when they
1: were at the table and i was like it was confusing because all of it didn't look like that it looked like someone set up their phone like on the table and it was filming them and the then there was a camera.
0: I don't know. The okay with it is because it's been rumored that this is what they're, do- they're going to be doing, the- what they have been doing allegedly for OC and what they're going to be doing for Vanderpump Rules is these single uh-huh. handheld can- cameras and these iPhone cameras, one single producer cam, because it usually takes, I think, between like eight and 12 people allegedly to do a wow. scene, like uh-huh. even a confessional, and they don't have that option with COVID. Like it's just too risky to do that, even though they're being tested multiple times a week sure. and everything like that. But they're gonna do the single producer cams at first and then phase into you know a larger production team. They cause they're just trying to get the content. And I'm like, was this their way of testing it? Because it's not the same production company, but like also we noticed the difference because there was a difference. If OC oh, comes, it was in, clear. Straight on iPhone, we probably won't notice until it changes later. It will. It, it'll be the same for us, but this is yeah. totally different because when Lisa goes to meet up with Teddy and Kyle, that wasn't what was happening.
1: And you know that pissed me off too. That part mm-hmm. now I remember now. to yep. say that she yep. just rolled in there and she's like, "Oh, sorry, I had to break down." It's like so you couldn't I mean, text nobody and some you, you
0: what the I'm fuck like, are you? Because I'm also filming.
1: <laughs> I mean. Oh, I'm just so sick of that. <laughs> I yeah, am sick of I, them. I don't I need to really, see them no more.
0: I did not like Kyle and Teddy's response because or Kyle and Dorit's response because it felt like what they were saying without trying to break the fourth wall when they were like, well, Renna, you were just trying to get, because Rena's like, you know, whether you believe it or not, she's trying to tell them I did sacrifice a friendship to kind of go along with this plot, like I really did, and I'm mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. a way about it because though I've sold my soul to reality TV, I have known this person way longer than anyone else I've ever sold out on this show. So <laughs> it does feel new, and this is not what she yeah. said, but it's what i No, got you're from, right. You know? Yeah, distracted. No, so you're I absolutely thought, right. Like, their response was, "Well, you made a, a commitment." You, we all decided that we were going to do this. So you can't back out now. Calm down. You know, you had to do what you had to do because we had to get the story restored. And are you going to be talking about why your husband's never home? Exactly. You suck it up. We're falling so we, to knees down the river. Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That really, it's like a different world. Truly.
0: Yeah. It's just, oh. It feels like they're trying to produce something. And I've made this point many times and I'll continue to make it. They're, it's so rich that they're like, Denise needs to be honest. Denise is on a show. She needs to own up her own life. And the only reason that I can even be teen Denise, when I know she is hiding something, I mm-hmm. feel like I just don't give a fuck what it is. Like that doesn't matter yeah. to me. Same. And if she, to me, it's like, we never if she would have known if she had sex with this other woman, married, not open, not cheating or not. If the other woman didn't come harping up this tree and telling us because she's not on the show, who would we, who would know? If you don't want to be seen as a cheater, Brandy, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you got me Brandy, to tell us.
1: Oh my God, she's thirsty too. It's like her and Sharice. It's like, honestly, yes. you have to let this go. It's just looks like
0: sad. But I'm the desperate. understanding that she needs to give so much of her life, of her sex life, when Kyle's husband has literally skipped multiple filming events centered around his wife because of things like a USC game and uh, an agency party, a party for his company that is on the same day as his wife's event that's filming. But it's his company. He can move mm-hmm. the party. Like, yeah. So please like, your whole family isn't at your family barbecue. You're telling that you love throwing family barbecues. You want Maurizio. Maurizio's not even there. We yeah. had no idea Dorit's only inkling that she was even being sued at the beginning of this season she goes it's over now I can talk about it and didn't talk about didn't it didn't talk about it like at all. Harry Hamlin films two times a year and allegedly he's like never home anyway and so what are you talking about like we've seen Tom three times
1: that's what's so annoying to me it's like from the beginning of Beverly Hills I don't know I just never connected with them so I can't even get too deep with all of this stuff really but I just feel like all the other franchises will go there and talk about some real shit and it's like y'all aren't even doing this and then the stuff that you're making up isn't interesting so what am yes. I doing here <laughs> what am I doing I, here I, what are we talking I, about
0: I simply don't care Like it's just, no ooh, I, don't it's I don't give a shit, shit. extra like because also if we're under being under the advisement that Denise is this wild sordid individual though that's literally just who she kind of played on tv and Mm -hmm. she was married to that lifestyle but she also divorced that lifestyle and moved to malibu so Mm -hmm. i don't understand how we're still thinking that she's that same person as if we can all we weren't all different after 10 plus 30 years later but also if we're led to believe that denise is that person who the fuck cares that she had sex with a woman that should be like the, the smallest of things that's like yeah. low on the totem pole of scandal. And it's nothing. But is Teddy okay? Because when, when no. he told her to her face, well, you guys know I'm bisexual. I thought Teddy was about to have a freaking aneurysm. She was like, I didn't know that. Oh, I know, I didn't know. You didn't tell me that. And Kim was like, I didn't know that. And I'm like, did you not? Really? Are you sure? Did you watch the show? Because how do we know? on yeah. our screen I remember it I remember her and Carlton getting very hot and heavy in a pool the same day I think that she told Joyce Garard that she's a black oh woman God. or a black person because she doesn't swim and get her hair wet like, that was the same week I believe and that's years ago I have not seen the episode since and I remember that yeah and so it's they like wanted to go further and they stopped each other because Carlton was married that's the only reason why yeah
1: so it's like how do we all know this and
0: you don't know please grow up <laughs> please you grow up Please do your homework. Also, girl, it's you're in you're in LA and you are shocked and confused. Shocked, shocked and confused <laughs> you are that this woman slept with another woman.
1: Like, wow, okay. they do that?
0: Women and sleep I with like women? New, I, oh, God. I God, I'm rolling my eyes for anyone in the LGBTQ plus community who was like. I'm really sick of y'all being so shocked when your friends who you thought were straight do things on the spectrum of sexuality as if it is like so mind-boggling right they're so scandalized around (laughs) and be like my gays but like anybody who does anything that is like remotely for them and as an adult does it and they're like hey you know it's Something that I wanted to experience or experiment with, or something about who I am, and they owe you no explanation about it. You're like, we deserve an explanation today,
1: right? And it's like, why do you feel like no? You don't
0: deserve shit. You don't. And I don't even need to know know that it happened. You don't. You don't need to know that it happened. None of your business. (laughs) Thank you. None of your business. And it feels like they felt like they needed to add new details. Like, well, she led us to believe she was open. uh, She's cheating. I'm like, let's call a spade a spade. You are shocked that she has sex with a woman when she's she's sleeping with a man. And you want to ask her, do you like women? That's what you want to ask her. Mm -hmm. You want to ask her, are you a lesbian? And you want to ask her, was this a one-time thing or a multiple-time thing? Or are you allowed to sleep with women as long as, you know, it's not another man? Like, you want details on her life and her marriage, but you're not owed them, but your shot doesn't fit the crime. Like again, it doesn't fit. So no, to add this they, layer of, she groomed a grown woman. I'm like, okay, so here we go. This is when things, this is when I have to get off the of Beverly Hills. This is yeah. where things get really hazy because that is not an allegation you can just make. I don't care. You can't just say that. Because, you know, there's very much so the idea that, to me, sex is consensual. There's no such thing to me as consensual sex. Mm -hmm. It is all consensual. If you are having sex, it's consensual. Anything that's not consensual is not sex. That's great. That's That's different. Yes. Yeah. Because you can't have sex without there being consent. So, to say that you groomed this person, but that you slept with her, it's like, so what are you alleging here and be very careful because brandy as a mother you have kids and you share them with another man and we've seen you very openly and publicly feud with this man and his wife about your kids about what was appropriate to be around your kids so you're doing this to someone else's kids why
1: why please watch it because then we don't really feel like hearing you crying about this later when it's like you you brought this you did this (laughs) okay yes yes not you created this whole thing you could have ca- kept not mention
0: yes no one would have known we would not have ever thought of you knowing. and let me tell you something even knowing this i'm still not looking at Brandy like oh my god you damn cheater
1: no i don't think anyone is and that's her whole thing and it's like no one no one is thinking about you first of all and then upon hearing this never like, oh my god she was the other woman it's like no here
0: brandy goes again with her shit can you just like, quietly like one time. I'm rolling my eyes. I do not care. And then so we're gonna get eventually a one on one sit down after the reunion with Brandy and Andy. Don't care, but I will watch for you guys, and I will tell you how much you should not care when I see it. Um, additionally, Beverly Hills. I swear to you I just watched it I just watched it like I watched it on demand and I cannot remember what it is but I didn't even write anything I wrote fake tears I wrote um Lisa is she a good actress question mark question mark I wrote Vespas and Helmets obviously um why are we getting a 20-minute scene about Vespas and Helmets um. Why are we taking pictures with the helmets? Like I was really focused on the helmet. I guess I don't know why. Because
1: yeah, and because they thought it was so hilarious. And it's like you, y'all, really don't have shit going on. Like is so this, boring. Like she is. There's not. I mean, I know you think you're crazy, but like nothing happened. Truly, nothing happened That's okay. why
0: you're know, like, wait, what, what I did I, I watch? How, I know I, how, I, know how, I watched I was, it. Like, give me some kind of review, and like she doesn't cover everything. I'm like, I'm doing my best. Like I don't know what happened. I truly did watch it and I took the notes.
1: Yeah. The only thing that I had written in my notes from last week from that episode, other than that Denise and Lisa had their little one-on-one or whatever, was Garcelle again brought up the like uh, Lisa's dancing videos and then eating disorder and could that have something to do with the, the daughter's eating disorder that came up again. And yeah, oh, Denise and walked out yeah. on the dinner, which is like okay, oh, but right. she okay. she did come okay. back.
0: Okay. okay, okay, yes, okay, yes, we can talk about that for a bit. Garcelle left first, right? Remember? Oh, yes, yes, she left Denise too. Gave an amazing speech and then she left, and immediately I was like, okay, relatable because <laughs> I too would drop the mic and be like, You won't get to tell me, shit. I'm out, right. And she, Garcelle leaves first because she was just, I think she was just overwhelmed with like, okay, this is her first. She, filmed, she said she filmed Beverly Hills. She said on the podcast that she filmed Beverly Hills and said yes to Beverly Hills because it filmed in LA. And she wanted to be closer to her kids because she's always traveling and leaving her kids. And she said they've noticed and she yeah. didn't realize how much they noticed. And she wanted to be there. Totally get that, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, she was busy. like, here I am working. Here I am doing other things. And we are just fighting. Like, I'm not even doing anything directly creative or fun or anything. Like, she's, yeah, she's working, but she's like, I'm watching my friend get attacked and I'm getting paid for it. But like, my kids are at home and I'm just. Right. I'm not even near there. my kids. I'm not even eating. Like, I'm not even having a good time right now. Like, you know, if you're going to take me all the way to Rome to kind of like beat up on my friend or beat up on me. <sighs> girl Denise even said I think she tried to leave but like, she couldn't get a flight out <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah she's like yeah I would have been gone I just couldn't get a flight out so. so then she I'm leaves clear. the
0: producer tells Denise you really got to go back and you got to finish what you started you got to listen to them I'm glad she finally told them all because she's like this just doesn't feel necessary I think it is rich that Renna and the rest of them are like you don't need to call us mean girls that's a cheap shot honey accusing her of cheating on her husband is a cheap shot that's a cheap shot <sighs> calling you a mean girl is like she's generous I, well, don't I mean, oh right
1: They have a lot of names i could call you the mean girls wasn't even one of them because that's
0: too that's too <laughs> okay well like, you're lucky that's not even got crossed my her. mind wanted a reason to come back at her you know oh and then they do that that little game of because rena can never just have like a regular conversation with her friends it's always let's play a game and they're never games. It's not like categories. It's like it's, it's like a it's like a prompt from Cosmo, like the like Cosmopolitan <laughs> magazine. It is, it is. What's the craziest place you've had sex? And so they all discuss it. Suttons, of course, is romantic and not because she's that Southern belle. And I still mm-hmm. didn't get what it was. Dorette didn't give us one. Kyle, I have very many questions about how did we have sex me at too. a table at a benefit?
1: It was an orgy. I, I need
0: answers. It had to have been, <laughs> it, like, it, during it, the benefit? Like, no, like, impossible. But if we asked too many questions on that, obviously, we, we'd we be prying, right? But right, Denise, but... that's not prying.
1: Oh, my God, these women. I can't. Yeah. I
0: can't. It's like, okay, I mean, a commercial flight for Denise actually felt really tamed because they keep trying to make her this, like, storted sex figure. Mm-hmm. and um this like you know crazy ex-playboy bunny type person and commercial flight yes that's like oh but it's, nasty, so it's something you see in movies but the mile high club is like people talk about that like that's like something that people aspire to in a sense and so but Kyle is the one who i'm like wait what in front um, of the people because think about a benefit a right dinner You're table table you're at, a round table. you're at a round table and you know someone next to you on either side of you or the person that you're doing this with, you can see people's hands.
1: Yeah, you can see. So I really need more
0: details. Right. If that comes up at I, the reunion. I would love to, I think that it should. If Andy doesn't, then we need to have a conversation because he didn't do it right. That's the most important question is each of them need to break down what happened. I need Af- to know. Everybody DM Kyle. <laughs> and tweet her yep.
1: the same so thing and we will demand
0: answers. Was it a round table? Were you sitting on a lap? Was there fingers involved? What happened? Tell right. me the story. I want to know how people didn't notice it. Did they, did they notice? Are there friends who can collaborate this? Or did Don't. they tell you after? Hey, we saw you. You might want to like slip your skirt down. Like, what happened? Don't make me ask Mauricio because I will I'll, do it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I will ask him. Exactly. So, Feel like that was it for Beverly Hills officially, and That's they played that that game. Denise, you know, drinks tequila. The rest of them have wine and toast, and Teddy makes it very painfully awkward that she can't toast because she has a baby in her belly. Like, girl, we weren't expecting you to fucking drink champagne. No, we know Teddy. She's like, oh god, oh, um, I can't. I don't have a drink, but I'll, I'll toast with my water, obviously, girl. Um, we know, babe. We know. <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> explain it exactly oh yeah so that's it new york where are we what's what's over there what's happening that was not a transition but we just you know, took a jet we just took a jet <laughs> over to the east coast. i loved that <laughs> the transition is I... a transition we in new york now oh okay. god things happened yeah what were those things so new york we are um, over there there was a fight that wasn't a fight, right? That was this episode, the breakfast fight. <laughs> yeah, because, right? because... Were you lost? Because I'm still lost.
1: It was it was just silly because uh, Leah was sitting at that table first, okay? Doing her By work. Herself, minding her business. I her business. In, in the quiet here comes Sonia now she's like oh I gotta work too and just being a distraction okay okay but also working and then yeah the mm-hmm. yep. and it's like okay well let's just do this quietly please and then here comes Zorinda like no let's be present and it's like excuse me I was here first and I'm trying to get this shit done and like Leah said it's is not like a structured itinerary like they literally didn't have anything planned for that day they were just dicking around it was like a free day so if i'm gonna get my work done in the morning before not so about, i can like go breakfast. about my day you need to get off my fucking back
0: it's also breakfast how much how present do i need to be for granola and fruit no like i not to mention it was it can be a working breakfast they are still present they chose to film instead of being secluded in their room like they are there. I think that's what she was trying to say. It was like, no, we need to film. We need to have drama or something. And I'm like, if you don't want the scene cut, don't make it over breakfast. Please. It's just breakfast.
1: You guys are doing it. It was just stupid. Dorinda's on one.
0: Yeah, she needs to calm well. the fuck down. She's not okay. Like, not well bitch. No, she's not. Not well bitch literally. Um ramona tells leah you know just let her have it you gotta just let her have it and she's right because she just kept going and going and it was just gonna get worse and it wasn't worth it especially if you're still trying to do your work you know you'd be be there longer fighting dorinda than you would be at the damn yogurt granola (laughs) breakfast taking it back to your room after it was over and in like 20 30 minutes you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. also to remind her they don't have anything else going on and that's okay like it's funny because we saw sonia's um the the man who runs the store he kind of was like yeah the party's all done it's all planned we're all everything's in order we just need you to invite people there and i think it's with the fire under her ass of like if no one comes it'd be because sonia did not invite them she has one job is to get the invitations out and the party is done all the hard heavy lifting has been done and she still can't do the one thing so she wants to get the one thing out and she tells them listen, you guys haven't even been invited yet. Like you wouldn't even be there.
1: Like I, I, can't keep out. I just need to do this one thing. Right. And she's so
0: frazzled. It's like, please just let her do it. She's getting all the one up. thing. Yeah. All she's doing is approving something and sending it back to the printer. Like it's not a big deal. She'll be no. done in 10 seconds. Exactly. Leo on the other hand is like fulfilling shipment orders and stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, I got to get the things out because people get paid whether I do the work or not. I just don't get paid. (laughs) Like people are going to want their money. I got to get the stuff done. And so, um, yeah, Luann has a gift. She's truly talented at picking up men. I've never seen anyone be so hungry. So thirsty. So cast her net so wide and pick up something each time. Every time. so, So fearlessly. Doesn't she did the not... dog rumor that time wow that would was... never know luann took a chance <laughs> <laughs> i love it i want to watch her
1: pick up men more than ramona like it's just so much more entertaining and impressive ramona is like something's wrong with her when she doesn't
0: ramona doesn't i don't like, she like flirt, she's weird She like flips her hair out like, she doesn't, like, tuck it behind her ear like a lot of girls do. Like, they try to keep it more uniformed. Yeah. Ramona, like, flips it out. She stresses it out. And I'm like, put it back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> put it back. Hers is just uncomfortable to watch. With Lou, I'm like, okay, get it,
0: girl. All right. like, yeah, it's not even known. You got two hot guys. Like, Ramona, you can't compliment them now. It's late. Leah and Lou have it's already like- literally gotten them drunk. Like, they have <laughs> drinks. They're, they're having drinks with these young men. Okay? You yeah. are late. They're not in here for you. And I no. love that she wants to let them know that she's 60-something years old and she's just she wants a compliment <sighs> every time. When it's so funny, because when you're really confident and you stand up and it, Luann looks the best she's ever looked in her whole life. Oh, she looks amazing. amazing. So they thought they were getting something with her and Leah in those bathing suits and they were drinking things. And Leah made me, she made me laugh because they're like, What? Do you want to drink? It? She's like water. I literally can still taste the from six hours ago.
1: Like, how are y'all doing this? But I watched that this same way. I'm like, I am 30, and I cannot get down like that anymore. I just can't. So these women, their
0: college, I can't get down like that. No, anymore. I think I went back to like my my local like my state university's pub recently with a friend um to get like something to go because you know corona yeah while we were there they were like would you like something you know to drink at the bar and I was like yeah I will stand and it's incredibly socially distant. I don't there's three people in the whole place yeah let me do my part let me stimulate the economy of my college town because there's Mm -hmm. no one here and let me go ahead and get a couple of shots let me tell you something we had to sit in the car for like an hour and a half, because I was so <laughs> beside myself. She had a margarita, my friend, and I had um uh, like two shots, and like I had a shot, and then like some mixed drink, like a, one of their staple drinks, which if in a college town, it's gonna be strong, and oh, we were yeah. just sitting there like we got to eat the quesadilla. We got to eat it in the car. <laughs> <So> we- <laughs> All that work, because I love to go home and get food to go and then eat it in my house. Like oh, away yes. From the people. And, you know, I was doing that before quarantine, but I'll continue Me to do too. it during quarantine, after quarantine. I love getting good food to go and being in my house. Like I don't Yeah. up on the couch. Yummy.
1: Comfortable. I don't love, like, eating in a restaurant because I'm very easily are annoyed. Tight yeah mm-hmm. and let me you know there's somebody at the table next to you they're loud or obnoxious or something
0: yeah my it's like, okay get yeah. my pants <laughs> <Yeah>. are <buttons. laughs> my right I can't wear my elastic pants like yeah I want to watch I something or something yeah, yeah. I what, what if I want to watch some housewives mm-hmm. what if I'm catching up and I want put to my, put my feet up on my couch or wear my slippers like yeah. I, I can't do that out so I'm I'm still very much so here for the curbside culture. I will be participating in curbside for many years. Please do not get rid of it restaurants that I love. No, don't ever stop. But I say that to say, I was like, we're not, and we got out of college not very many years ago. And I was like, oh, so what happens is when you stop practicing, you get bad. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I used to be able to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes,
1: girl. Yes. And... You used to start on a Wednesday. And it's like, <laughs> like oh.
0: literally, I never had classes on Friday. they always made sure all through college, I never had a class on Friday. I couldn't yeah. do it. I knew I wouldn't go. I knew myself so Thursday night at happy hour and then Friday in the middle of the day happy hour instead of like 1 p.m. and I would be there until 8 and then I'm like okay so we're having fun Sunday tailgate and now I'm on a shot and a drink and I'm like wow why did I just do that that's right and we 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 (laughs) we came right home we drank so much water we went to bed at like 9 30 watching who are we like what has gone on what happened and Dorinda were doing freaking aerobics. No, it's, and and mm-hmm. exercising. And I'm like, Leah is was me. She's like, Y'all are up. Yeah, and you're working out.
1: Yeah, don't come knocking on my door at that bullshit
0: either. I will oh, not ever. be working out. I, no, don't I will wake thank me you. up until it is post double digit morning hours. That's right. There <laughs> Must be a waffle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Find the waffle. The bring me the waffle, the bacon. Tell me that there's waffles, bacon, eggs, mimosas, or orange juice. Tell me there's real carbs, okay? Not no granola, no fruit.
1: No, I'm not eating. No. So
0: mad. No. Mm-mm. And then they pick up these men and they're like, well, let's drink again. And they're like, rum and coke. And the women's like, I'm going to have a drink. And Leah's like, um, yeah, <laughs> I was like a Perrier. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with y'all? Like, Who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. And we get more of them because they invite them later. I fully believe that at the point where they come to the dinner, they know exactly who these women are with their camera crews. I yeah. think I feel they're strategically placed but these two lone men on the beach by the camera crew of the of the women who mm-hmm. are coming from New York, like on the show, the resort obviously told people or whatever. Like people knew that they yeah. were there and they find them and they come to the dinner. And that's where things take off. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness. What a dinner that was. Yeah, Dorinda
0: wasn't there. And apparently that was the key to having a good time.
1: I feel like they poisoned her with the water on purpose. I feel oh like I was an
0: inside job. After breakfast, Leah was oh like, God. Oh, I'll show you, bitch. Yeah, we're not bringing We're not doing <laughs> this all day. I think Ramona did it. I think she's like, I'm not doing this all day with her. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing yeah. it. So she yeah. gave her a little water in yeah. her in her Dasani or in her Fiji bottle and was like, mm-hmm. oops, did that happen? And Dorinda got really sick, and the Chanel body spray is being sprayed everywhere. <laughs> and, and it's like that is the most, and someone said that's the most like New York thing ever. When <laughs> shit literally hits the floor, mm-hmm. we just spray the Chanel. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's so New York. Oh my gosh. And I found that to be a cute moment um they you know tuck her in and Sonya lets us know that uh that's how they always smell in her room and um no (laughs) doubts ever have uh I've never had a doubt that that was the truest statement Sonya's ever said.
1: Yeah she's so gassy all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah apparently so is Ramona. They keep talking about off camera that all she can do is basically defecate everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> so, oh god <laughs> um and they had a really tense day with Dorinda and they're like well we're just trying to help you and then oh Dorinda doesn't want help so you can't help somebody just like Kanye you can't help a grown person and don't want the help
1: Mm-hmm. and she don't want it
0: she sure no. don't so that was that on that and um they go out to dinner and Leah I think Leah wins the dinner I think of oh, yeah. the 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 group that of girls who are all cougars on the hunt you know it's hilarious to see them all being heat as if you know they don't all have experience with kids and marriages and all these things under their belt you would think they were like 22 and approaching that age of like we really want to be married but they act like every man is the only man and they have to get on that man (laughs) yeah that's exactly
1: what they do that's exactly it, what they do and wait. so they were like wait you didn't fuck him
0: i don't understand
1: <laughs> like I mean, why like, not
0: um no <laughs> i uh, i think i wait a little bit like i yeah. try to get to know them i, I might see them the street. i kiss them and i'm over <laughs> here like wow good for you girl and they're like wasted opportunity
1: exactly they're like wow luann was like hmm so i let you get the good looking one and this is what you do you didn't even <laughs> you Jesus. didn't even seal the deal you know what uh, that's the last time she's like next time i'm gonna be fighting for them okay next time i'll just take them
0: home because mm-hmm. why not mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. and um that's pretty much all i had for even new york it was fun it was much of the same with new york and like, though they are fun like it's not like beverly hills where their formula is the same and it's not always fun a lot of times it's very stressful and then the end credits roll and you're like that's it but new york is at least fun it's redundant but it's fun they're drunk they're looking at men they're very hypersexual they mm-hmm. all cannot control their bodily organs and fluids and that's it you know they drink a lot so but this was a good episode um i think we are are we done with mexico yet can we leave now I don't know.
1: See, I feel like I said this to Gabby when I don't remember the previews for the next week. I'm like, eh, well, yes, I wasn't that excited about it. So I'm not sure mm. if we're
0: still there or not. Okay. I'm actually going. I think we could get back to, to New York. Though.
1: That's enough of Mexico.
0: <laughs> I think I'm going to try to fill in space of talking, and while I look up to see what wait, it comes on tomorrow, okay. So, by the time this comes out, it'll be out on the Thursday. And it looks like our episode is no, I think we're still in Mexico again. Wow, that's a oh, lot. Oh, honey, like we have got to get out of Mexico. Let's go back home. <laughs> in Mexico a really long time, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to leave. I, I think that... um, they, Do we typically do this? We don't always have these long-time trips of, like, two, three episodes. I thought it used to be, like, just two. And once you That's got to two, that was it. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Maybe but
1: something we've already else going to happen. Because I don't see it, any other reason for us to still be there. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe something else is going to go down with Dorinda.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. That could be it. Um all right, cool. I do love the idea that Rihanna is obsessed with the New York Housewives and watches all these Bravo shows. It gives me so much pleasure to know that she is watching
1: Yes, our stuff. And Can you imagine? It's like, I, we're sitting here watching the show, and just to think that Rihanna's doing the exact same thing is incredible. Because sometimes yeah. I feel crazy watching this shit, and it's like, well rihanna's doing it and, so as long as i'm rihanna's
0: good with it she's a deep cut girl because to hear that she also watches like family karma and she loved mexican dynasties and she's yeah. responding to where she wants to go to um she wants to go to the berkshires at dorinda's i am like oh she's in it
1: right she's now, in it that i need to see
0: yeah no do her Oh my god! I heard um, the understanding of the Berkshires being a destination for like a bachelorette party. I think that would be really fun. Oh my god! I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, that would be really fun. I could see that going down. Um, yeah. Good luck to the women in Mexico again. I hope no one else drinks the water. <laughs> That's all I have for them. Is a uh, who God bless their bowels and their search for them. men and everything in between because man oh man, they are still going and I get worried more every time that they're on vacation because all they are going to do is consistently drink and everything. Consistently get blackout drunk. So, you know, that's that on that and um hopefully we're leaving mexico soon maybe the whole episode won't be mexico so that'll be fine yeah yeah Yeah, that's probably what it is Mm -hmm. and yeah that's all i have for today please Raven, and tell all the people where they can get more of you all things you oh my goodness
1: so uh bitches better podcast you can listen to that we talk bravo but we talk about other uh Reality shows too 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, which is a fucking mess. Everyone needs to watch that show. <laughs> it is insane. Trashiest show on TV, but it's so good. Um, you can follow me at Mainly Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. Um, oh, and you can follow at Bitches Better Podcast on Instagram too. That's new.
0: Yes, I have done that. So you all should do it too.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for oh, having me. This was yeah, fun. Thank
0: you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I uh, have really enjoyed having you know all of my podcast friends and Instagram friends come on, but also, of course, continuously um, amplifying melanated voices because I too am one. But that's not yeah. just the responsibility of non-melanated people. That is yeah. also our responsibility as well to continuously mm-hmm. uh, you know encourage and support and promote each other so people recognize just having one in your arsenal is not enough honey it's not like you can't just have the one no. you gotta have the more than one because then we're all that well i have a black friend but that's not that's that doesn't mean that you have the authority no does it doesn't mean that, that person wants to be the end-all be-all encyclopedia of the black experience for you so no, no we're um, not doing that
1: anymore Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And that being said, I am going to play for us to just kind of go out on, um, again, it's going to be posted in my stories. It'll be on the black business, black owned, um, highlight the teachers who really creatively, you know, made learning cool and less scary for this upcoming school year. Um, but I'm going to play a little bit here to you know, let us play out and you guys have a wonderful week. Yeah. But you better pass my class, no Yeah, we you know up So we to shit i overcome that No Wait, man, your head Cause I really thought that Take care y'all